What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Whitetail Bloodline Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Sodders. This is episode 97, and I got some local boys with me. What's going on, guys? What's up? Man, I'm excited to do this. We actually went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time meeting. You guys just came down here, in-person podcast. It's a, a fun one. Yeah. So just Not- start off kind of with like an intro, who you guys are and what you're doing. Well, we're the professional hunters. We're a local southern Indiana group here. It's just me and my brother, Jackson. I'm Jason. I'm Jackson. Yeah. We kind of sound the same, so it might be yeah. hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of hard to tell sometimes. How big of an age gap are you guys? Uh, we're two years apart. So two years, okay. Yeah. Always been close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Been, been hunting since you guys were young. Yeah, yeah kindergarten. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah that's how I was. Started us deer hunting when we were yeah, basically public land most of our Really? Okay. Yeah. See, I just started hunting public last year, and the public land guys have been doing it for years. They're definitely, on average, I would say, a better outdoorsman and like a yeah. better hunter. Like, don't get me wrong, you got your marjories. Most of them guys, they started off doing public land and stuff yeah. too. It's honestly just two worlds because, like, I just took you guys through the property and showed you what I'm doing. And, like I said, I started hunting public land last year, and I think I learned more from that one year of public land than I did 10 years of doing this private. It's a little different, but you yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely learn a lot. Especially yeah. just because of the pressure. Like, you get pressure here. Honestly, this piece probably gets – it's not quite the same pressure, but more than that public I hunt. Like, the outskirts of that public get mm-hmm. hunt real hard or hit real hard, but where I hunt – nobody yeah. goes back there and it's not even a big chunk mm-hmm. just like kind of a hunting hole there is a lot of like local hunters around here that buy land just to hunt on and mm-hmm. do the same things that we kind of do around here so yeah it does kind of add to the pressure on the private land but yeah yeah there's nothing like hunting public uh we grew up like we said hunting since kindergarten every year we'd go dad would come pick us up friday early mm-hmm. from school yeah. go out to I don't know if you know Potoka Lake. Yeah, that's close to the public land. I yeah, hunt, I, I hunt around there. There's your national out there. Cause that's a big piece through there. Yeah. Well, a- after podcast, I have to tell you guys where I hunt. I had some yeah. slammers on camera oh, last there's year. There's some big deer out there. I passed like fifteen, probably fifteen different bucks right there last year mm-hmm. in one spot. It was just like one of those spots I could walk in, sit on the ground. Like I, I sit in a tree stand sometimes, but it was just like a perfect log you could sit behind and. Dude, I had one. He had been a booner. Like I've had yeah. a couple others, probably like one thirties, maybe one forties. But one boy in there was a stud. Yeah. If I'd have put the time in, I'd have killed. Yeah, Jackson. I missed one on opening day. It was definitely at least one eighty. Really? Yeah, for sure. But there's definitely been probably like two or three two hundred inches good at really yeah and it doesn't get crazy amount of pressure like bow season it was like the same two or three trucks where i would hunt and then i know it got hit hard gun because i went like the weekend after gun and you could just see like circle spots where everybody was sitting Mm -hmm. yeah you tell where they're popping up blinds and stuff yeah that's like like i said we grew up doing the opening weekend so we know it gets pretty pressured during uh gun season but like when we started bow hunting Obviously, when we got our licenses and stuff like that, we were able to go to public land by ourselves. And mm-hmm. yeah, the, the pressure is a lot different when you go bow hunting. It well, is picking up a little bit more now that people are allowed to use crossbows and stuff. But. Yeah, honestly, that's who I see a lot. Yeah. Especially in Kentucky, it was a lot of crossbow hunters. Older guys. Yeah, crossbow. yeah, probably like fifties. Honestly, Military maybe pushing sixties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly who you see. So, what was it like hunting opening like week of gun in Indiana on public? Uh, Orange Army, that's yeah. what they call really? it. Really? Like yeah. Fourth of July. <laughs> probably, especially when you guys were young, it was probably real wild. Oh, yeah. Because I remember, like, when I was young, it seemed like you heard a million shots. Now you don't hear much. Like, last year, yeah. I don't think I heard a dozen yeah. opening day. 
Well, I think a lot of it is, I think, yeah. People killing out. Killing out early. Yeah. Gun season. Yep. This neighbor, he he uses crossbow. Yeah. Like, nothing against it. My dad uses crossbow. Mm -hmm. But I killed killed a buck this year with a crossbow. It was my first one with a crossbow, actually. (laughs) Yeah. I went with a crossbow from, like, 11 to, like, 15 or 16. Yeah. Killed this buck, actually, right here with the crossbow. That was my first buck. Yeah. I I went, uh, we were in Kentucky, hunting public in Kentucky. It was a little... Second to last day. I don't know why their season ends on a Monday, but it does. Mm-hmm. So I was hunting that Sunday. It's like almost end of January. Yeah. Yeah. So I was hunting that Sunday and I was wearing my real thick hunting gear and I was hiking like a mile up this hill and I brought a climber, didn't have my saddle. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not bringing my bow. I'm bringing a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the buck walked out. He got the crossbows work, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. Dude, they're wicked now. Like, even, like, the crossbow I had when I was a kid, it lobbed it. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's a bullet. Like, dudes are shooting, like, 300 yards yeah. and crazy stuff, trick shooting with a crossbow. Yeah, those ravens are, have you seen them? Mm-hmm. insane. We had a booth in Indy, and we were right next to, like, the 10-point guys. Mm-hmm. And now they got, like, sights that adjust for you and stuff, which I personally think that's wrong. Like, yeah. I'm all for crossbow, but if you don't have to actually aim and pick where you're aiming to shoot a deer, I think it should be illegal. Yeah, Because, yeah. like... Well, Where's the, the fair chase in that? Yeah, you know they what make I mean? the sights that do that for both too, like ranges them and yeah, really. Like they, see, that's crazy to me. I know it's getting too easy. I know it really is. And then you got the mobile tree, <laughs> like the mobile cell cameras and stuff like that. Yep, it, yep. It's getting it's borderline. I, I know. Say I got a bunch of them now, but so you don't have to go full Tim Wells and just start going blow guns. Dude, yeah. Tim Wells is wild. I was watching some of his videos recently. He's killed some wild shit with a know. with a blow dart gun or whatever it is. He's done spears, blow darts. Definitely one of the best. Yeah, yeah for sure. So when did you guys start hunting Kentucky out of state? Uh, two years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I'm two for two right now. Yeah, Are you? <coughs> Hell yeah. You got one yet? I had a muzzleloader misfire on a oh, I've been yeah. there. monster one. In really? Yeah. We, got, we got the bug yeah, on. Yeah, that's on video. Yeah, I can say, I feel like I do remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do, because he was in the failed. woods a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, let's kind of talk about that. Let's talk about self-filming. That's one thing a lot of guys are interested in, and you guys have been doing it for how long now? Uh, two years. Yeah, two years. Oh, really? Before that, we yeah. had Hunt in the Future. We had a channel before Professional Hunters called Hunt in the Future. Okay. We had a couple other buddies with us, but... It kind of fell apart, so yeah. we started a new channel. I was in high school. We had friends that were a part of it. and That's how the White Tail Bloodline started, was <laughs> high school buddies, and then yeah. they just, I kept getting more serious, and then they are just kind of like, dude, I, I can tell you want to do this, like, hardcore. I'm going to, like, kick myself off the team. Like, no hard feelings. I still talk yeah. to them all, but yeah. when you're putting in, like, a lot of work and other guys aren't, like, I understand it, like, it probably does make you feel a little bad like oh he's doing all this i'm sitting here yeah. you know but i just have well then you got people starting families and yeah, getting exactly. married and stuff like that out of high school so it's yep. just hard for everybody to stay on the same path yeah it is for sure but two years you guys are good for only doing it for two years i thought yeah. you guys have been doing it longer than that honestly no heck yeah we just started posting when was our first video september it was the first 13th. week of archery season in kentucky yeah, so, so it was two years and like a week so you guys start on YouTube, like, it was that your, like, main focus? Mm-hmm. Then you start doing, yeah, like, Instagram yeah, and stuff? Just, yeah. yeah. We had a pretty good TikTok going. I don't know if you've seen that. We, uh, I, we had, I took my TikTok <laughs> yeah. down just because everything yeah. I post would get we downloaded. Yeah. Down. Really? They took it all yeah. the way down? I was at, we were at 18, almost 18,000 followers. But we did, like, the corn video. Did you ever see the deer Yeah, talking? I did one of those. That was, that was us. It got, really? like, it got, like, 3 million views. Or I probably did videos. see that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. 
That's we funny. had a couple that were, couple. I think we had three TikToks were at, that were at a million views. That's so, crazy. And Millions a lot. I, know, I just did my first just on Instagram. To get paid, and then that's when they really yeah. So we were at like I think fifty five bucks in the account, and then yeah. they start going to hey. old videos, and we had like guns and dead animals and videos. So bastards, dude. Yeah. That's why I stopped doing TikTok. Like I would post like stuff that shouldn't get taken down, uh-huh. and then it would get taken down. Yeah. And then if you look at it, there's one pin in my profile. My buddy shot a deer, and it ran in the lake and died. And it's me dragging that deer out of the lake, and they never took that one down. Yeah. And that was, like, one of my most viewed videos. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why, the way TikTok works. It drives me crazy. Yeah, YouTube's definitely a lot better. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, there for a minute, they were starting to, like, demonetize, like, all the big names and stuff. And then, oh, I, yeah. and then I think they realized, like, wow, this is actually mm-hmm. putting a hurt, and there's a lot of hunters that watch stuff. Yeah, so. I think everybody was going. one get flagged, and it was a reel. It was a TikTok. It was me when I was hunting. It was uh, when I was little. And then it went to now. Yeah, I think that's because I accidentally put it as. Uh, no, I put it as the age thing. You know how? Yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Put it for kids, a, I accidentally mm-hmm. put it for kids. I think. Yep, I've done that too. It. Yeah, I, I'm just starting to like post more on YouTube, like the reels and stuff, or not the reels, but they call it on YouTube, shorts. Yeah, like yeah. the shorts do well. Like that's got me more subscribers than anything recently. It was just like posting the same ones I do on Instagram straight to exactly. YouTube. That's what we post everything everywhere. Yep, that's what I need to start doing because you can actually get paid from YouTube. Yeah, you like, do a lot better at posting than we do. I'll give you that. I you, post a lot. Yeah, you post a lot. I, I like live the right here now. Stories and stuff like that. I don't. Yeah, because I'm I'm mostly the one that runs like the accounts, and then he does like all the editing of the mm-hmm. videos and stuff. Dude, it's a, it, but it's it's a lot of work. Just like those like one or two reels that I do a day, especially because I'm by myself. Like it takes me so long to record those stupid things, mm-hmm. especially when I'm on the tractor. Because so I'll put the video up on my phone, run to the tractor, turn it on, <laughs> yeah. drive twelve feet, turn it off, run to the sure. phone. You do that fifty times. Exactly. You don't even use most of your stuff, like especially yeah. when you're doing like the shorter reels. Like for me on Instagram, the reels. Just follow the music. Something about following like the beat to the song gets the views up. Yeah, and I've been doing it for so many years. Like my first YouTube video dropped like eleven or twelve years ago. And I was like die hard, die hard when I was young. Moved here, started partying a little bit too much, kind of <laughs> fell off a little bit, and then now I'm back. Like 2020, decided to start going. Like basically into 2019, I was like. Because it was called Cub Creek Outdoors. I used to be in a hunting club. And I was like, Cub Creek Outdoors ain't got the ring to it. So I sat yeah. there for a couple of weeks trying to think of a good name. Whitetail Bloodline hit me and had a buddy that just graduated um, from college being a graphic designer. And I was like, bro, try this logo. I want like a hunting logo. So I have a bunch of ideas. And then he came up with the Whitetail Bloodline logo. And been going hard since. Like doing some public land, which, dude, I'm excited. Like... I don't know when I'm going to make it to Kentucky. Hopefully at least October. That's that's yeah. probably my time frame. I'm just going to bust ass this next month. We can, we can drop bread. We can put you in some a couple good spots if we got some open. Yep, I got I got one good spot, man. It's a honey <laughs> hole and it's not big. Like your yeah. farthest walk from like the different accesses is right at about a mile. So it's not bad and it just doesn't get much <clears> pressure. <throat> I haven't had no like buck that blew my mind on there, but there's some like great bucks that I'll shoot in a heartbeat. You know yeah. what I mean? It's rare to find a good spot less than a mile on public land. <laughs> Dude, I'll have to show you guys this. It's like it's crazy. Like I cannot believe it doesn't get the pressure that it does. But so, what's your guys' goal? We're going into actually this weekend, yeah. right? Yeah, for Saturday. Kentucky opener. <laughs> yeah. So was it the second this year? Degrees outside. Is it? I haven't mm-hmm. even looked at it. Yeah. Last year was, hopefully it don't rain like last year. Last year was yeah. miserable in the rain. I don't know where you guys were at. Yeah, we were down at Peabody in Kentucky. 
But yeah. That, we, ain't, we ain't going there this year. No? No. Get yeah. a bunch of pressure? It's just thick there. Yeah, it's yeah. like thick. It's like just cut rows. And it's good for turkey season, <laughs> but it's also not good for turkey season because all the cut rows turn into they plant it all. So, and then every row leads to the other row. So you got about 200 yards and you're next to another row, which mm -hmm. had another parking spot in it. The reason I like this place, they don't do much of anything on it for some reason. I don't know if it's just one of those management areas where they just kind of leave it alone, mm -hmm. but there's like one main access trail, basically, yeah, basically one that only goes a couple hundred yards and then mm -hmm. it just goes to like swampland thickness. And most of your guys, if they can't get like a big tree stand in there, yeah. they're not going to go in there. Yeah, That's right where I killed my buck. I was sitting in the one like good tree. I could have sat in one of the smaller trees probably, but most of them were about softball sized trees. The one I was in was about a basketball. And that's just like one of those perfect transition areas. It's got a bunch of like rows of trees in between CRP and swamps yeah. and stuff. I bet I could go there Saturday and kill a buck. It's just one of those spots. I got, that was November when I killed mine, but dude, I'm telling you, I got one buck. I still have one cell camera out there that's not dead. Mm -hmm. And there's a buck I call Nuts. I don't know if you've seen him, dude. He's got like legit oh, softball sized nuts. Like I feel bad for him. <laughs> like, dude, in November, like when he was walking through all those briars, because right where my camera's at, it's like right before you go into the super thick, it tore up, bro, all red and blistered. So hopefully I'll end up catching up with him. <laughs> yeah. He's like the most homebody buck I've had there. Since I've had a camera there, especially once I put it in November, he was like consistent, so. Yeah, sounds like he needs to be taken out. He does, dude, yeah. I feel bad for him. I mean, huge, man. I can't believe he's walking around with those things. But so what's your guys' plan this weekend? Well, we got a spot all that day leads, sits. Yeah. Really? See, I've never done an all day sit ever. We got a spot that not we got even a nice showing up. So opening day. All yeah, day you, sit. you might as well. Yeah. People will be walking. <laughs> I've learned that with public land. Most of your guys are leaving at like nine or nine thirty. Oh, yeah. They leave early, early. Yeah. 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 And it's it's like a mile and a half walk in there, so yeah, it's getting way way early. Yeah. Yeah, 80 degrees, might as well just sit all day instead of walking out and then having to walk back in for the afternoon. Just you guys, back alone. hope you guys got a thermosel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I learned that one quick. Like, first couple of days, my buddies had them, and I didn't. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get one right yeah. now. Yeah. Because they're miserable, dude. Like, last year in that, that uh, rain we got, that sucked. Like, I got caught in the wildest thunderstorm of my life a mile back last year. Like, we were looking at the radar. And we're like, ah, I think we're good. And then we're sitting there. I was like, should we get down? He's like, yeah, we should get down. And then, I mean, right when our feet hit the ground, it smacked Start us. Pouring. Raining so hard, we got lost. Because we couldn't pull out our phones. It was raining so hard, like, our phones wouldn't work. Uh -huh. So we ended up, like, walking in, like, a huge circle. And then, like, seeing where, like, there's always those, like, landmarks that you know. You're like, dude, we're way <laughs> over here. Like, goodness gracious. <laughs> then we find, finally end up getting back. The first, like, 20 minutes, we're, like, miserable, like, all pissed off and sad. And then... You're already so wet. You ain't going to get more wet. So yeah, we, yeah. we just kind of had fun with it at that point. But I'm excited. Hope you guys lay one down. If you lay one down way back there and need a dragon, yeah. buddy, man, I'll make think, the job. I think this yeah. year we're going to try to cut them up. Oh, I definitely am cutting yeah. it up. I learned that last year. We dragged him. He was like 0.85 miles where he died. Yeah, and plus the velvet. The velvet. You don't really yeah, touch yeah. that. You guys seen that velvet spray stuff? Yeah, we bought some. Did you? Yeah, we bought some last year, but didn't get to use yeah, it, obviously. Hopefully this year. Hopefully you guys some. kill a velvet. That's a feat, yeah. man. I have buddies that lived in Kentucky their whole life and never killed one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You it basically have to do it, nice I feel like, the too. first, like, three days to yeah. have, like, good odds. We had killing. a buddy kill one, a full velvet, the second week. Really? Yeah, at the very end of the week, too, last year, which was pretty crazy. See, that is wild, because I've seen pictures already, like, this week, they just start popping up where bucks are shedding. I don't, none of my bucks have yet, but 
I'd yeah. say majority of them, probably saw, first, second week. I saw a in Tennessee that people yeah. killed that were already shedding. It just depends on the buck, I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah, when they started growing maybe or something. Yeah. I really don't know anything about that. So what's your, like, game plan? You said you guys are going to get in early. Like, let's kind of go through. Don't, like, say exactly where you're hunting. Don't give <laughs> oh, your spot yeah. away. But, like, kind of what area are you planning on? I'm guessing you guys have been scouting a little bit or yeah. do you have, like, history from last year? It's it's going to be around the same spot we hunted last yeah, year. It's, okay. it's a big ridge, yeah. a big funnel. Like wood country, like woods more so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a big, big hill. It's straight up pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I like to bed on the top of the ridge a lot. We mm-hmm. did some scouting. There's beds. And there's some private land up there that kind of has some fields. Yeah, yeah lead a little on bit of clover the... on the edge. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they like to travel that ridge right going into the private land. Too, yeah, so. catch them in, come in late. Like, that's the good thing about this time frame. Like, if my season was opening on Saturday, I could kill any of these bucks that are on my property oh, yeah. right now. It just yeah. it's, it's just so different. We Here in Indiana, we got an October 1st opener, and so much changes from September 1st to October 1st. Oh, yeah. Like, once they shed, they're done running the bachelor groups. Yep. I'm like, I'd say one of these bucks will probably stay, or th- all three of them might dip, and then another bigger buck might come in once they start getting a little testosterone, yeah. showing them who, who's boss, you know. Hopefully that big one stays. Dude, I know. He's a he's a beast, man. <laughs> he might be pushing 300 pounds, man. Dude, he might. He looks like a horse. I've never seen a deer like him. It's crazy. But, yeah, he, he came through two days. I got a picture of him on a cell camera the first day, and then I went and checked it was on like the third august 3rd and went and checked my card cameras and he was on the day previous and the only thing i can think we have a predominant like north blowing wind so it's blowing north and those two days it started blowing south so it's blowing straight down the property down towards the creek so i think he's probably sitting on that far the ridge on the neighbors across the creek with this normal north wind because the pressure comes from that way so he'll smell them but when it switches to the south he can't smell them so i think he comes across this creek so he can smell us now from yeah. when the wind's blowing in this way. Yeah, wind plays a big, big factor in it. That's also one thing we'll be. Yeah, we like to choose our spot. Like we have a spot, hundred yard radius, right? Mm-hmm. That we know that's the spot we need to be, but we don't decide like the tree until we get yeah. there. The wind. Know the wind. See, I didn't play the wind much until probably the past like two or three years. Like I always like thought about the wind a little bit, but I'll usually if I wanted to hunt a stand, I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's how kind of I was for yeah. a long time. But I've learned, dude, like I was talking to my dad actually last night about this. I wonder how many bucks on this property have like been walking up and smelt oh, us and we just oh, never yeah. seen them. And just know the stand. Like we yep. the private land we did hunt. That we had tree stands set up on that that's the first thing I'd look at when they got in sight. It was straight at the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I've heard that. I've heard of guys, like, even if you move a stand, like, 20, 50 yards, it'll make a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So Yeah, that's why we've been hunting out of the saddles. We just started two years ago out of the saddles. And I know you do the, the lock-ons. Yeah, yep. all my buddies do saddles. Like, yeah. I'm, like, the... like. One of the last yeah, fuse, I mean, lock-ons, I, think. I would say they're probably nicer than to sit in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Especially but, you get, like, one of the bigger, comfor- more comfortable ones. Yeah. For sure. But you but, guys can do a little more in a saddle, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, think the shot angles, definitely. And getting a shot, drawing back, like, you're already in a ready position. You ain't got to stand up, grab yeah. your bow, right? Yeah. I think it, it all boils down more so, like, what you feel comfortable in. I've been mm-hmm. hunting out of hang-ons for... 15 years or something you know what i mean i didn't do the mobile hunt and we'd hang them yeah, leave them yeah. there all season but i've just got so comfortable sitting in them so it's just like second nature for me mm-hmm. 
But and now that everybody's saddle hunting, all my buddies doing, I give them so much shit. I can't ever switch. You know what I mean? But hey, they definitely do have their perks. Like yeah. you guys can get in. Like luckily, all these new stands are coming out. Like I use Elevate Tree stands. Yeah. They're so small. The yeah, the like there's not really a tree yeah. you can get in that I can't, other than maybe branches, because mm-hmm. I couldn't like stand up or something. You guys can kind of like wiggle your yeah. ways way but in then, there. I mean, how good of shots are you gonna have? Yeah, exactly. In a tree like that. So two years you've been doing saddle hunting. Mm-hmm. Killed a deer out of it yet in the yeah, saddles? Yeah. Both of us. When you, you were, we were talking, I think it was before podcast, that muzzleloader buck, we got, you were in saddles, weren't you, for that no, one? No, I was on no. the ground. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we switch ground, it up yeah. sometimes. That's what I do. Like, yeah, I'll either I ground hunter or hang and bang. <laughs> yeah. I have a gun in my hand, tree stand, kind of need it. <laughs> yep. Like, that's this property. Like, down there on the creek where I went and showed you, we didn't walk down the creek, but the creek's like a huge straight line, our whole length of our property. So I can sit on one end of it, and them deer cross that creek so much, mm-hmm. smack them right when they're crossing yeah, that creek. Yeah. That's like the best like the longest shot i have on this whole property basically with all the crp growing up and stuff so you guys said your dad like brought you guys into hunting mm-hmm. he's still yeah. hunting yeah he, he yeah we just got him back into year. it last year really yeah, yeah and he shot the biggest buck in the whole oh yeah house. i did see that yeah <laughs> we'll see that was an indiana it's, buck right yeah, it's at the tax service right now so yeah, it was a one hour hunt he decided he wanted to go hunting the night before and i was like all right i know the stand mm-hmm. took him out there one hour Hey, that's how you like to do Here it right there. The biggest buck of his life. <laughs> my biggest Indiana buck. He might still be my biggest. Yeah, yeah he probably is. I, I don't have him here. I took him to the tax numbers, never got a call back, and then like broke my ankle and stuff and just never even thought about it. Who was Timberwood tax I don't even say his name. He's actually a good name, but he just never called me back. But that was, I used to be able to hunt like two properties over from here. Not this guy, but the next property where like that barn is and stuff. And... It was October 2nd. We were out of town for October 1st for the opener. All my cousins were here from Utah. Like I said, sent like one or two of them here on my property, brought one in with me, sat him, mm-hmm. then went to my climber that was already been sitting there since like last fall, just in one of those spots. It's a good spot. So I was like, oh, let's go sit there. Hadn't been in there the whole summer scouting or anything. And I climb up it, bro. It was hot that year. I feel like it was in the 80s. I'm sweating like my balls off. Didn't think I was going to see anything. I get in my spot and it was less than 45 minutes. I see movement coming up this little ridge because I'm like sitting right before the ridge comes up. Yeah. And I see movement. I'm like, a doe on opening day? I'm like, let's go. And then he moves around and then just the sun hits him. I'm like, holy shit. Like yeah. big buck for this area. And we would never see bucks in this area like for early season. We wouldn't see him until almost about Halloween, maybe a week before. Yeah just because it was hay fields back then and there's better properties around here. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I thought I was going to expect to see was like a, a shooter buck and he ends up walking right to me. I'm way up in the tree. I'm like 30 foot in this climber. He comes eight yards under me. I was like, I ain't passing this. The only yeah. shot I got the spine shot. So I spine shot him, dropped him, there you go. put another one in him. And that was my biggest buck. Like yeah. that's, that's how it is for me, man. Uh, I try to do everything like real because there's a lot of people in the industry that just like post the most perfect things, the mm-hmm. most perfect pictures, okay, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's, I just, what, that's why we posted like our hunts that we don't, don't kill shoot any. the yeah. deer till it's perfectly yeah. in frame. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shoot when I get a shot. Yeah, you know? that's how I am. <laughs> just like, I like to be real and like post my misses and stuff. But, uh, cause hunting's not perfect, man. No, not it's not. I don't know if no. you've seen our turkey hunting video from this season. I don't our, think I have. We doubled up on turkeys, but I was videotaping. I had the camera and he shot his turkey there's this other turkey that was coming up mm-hmm. but i told him go ahead and shoot because it's 
the one that he was standing right there. Was started spinning. 10 yards just standing really? straight at yeah, us. He started putting at us. He saw us. <laughs> so he shot, and I just jumped up and immediately ran around this corner. Didn't care about the camera at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, at all. He he turned his barrel of his gun around, like the stock of his gun yeah, around. Yeah, I had a GoPro facing me when I shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was able to catch it on video, but I ran up, shot that other turkey, and was deviled up on it. <laughs> Hell, yeah, like that buck right here behind me. I was filming him. And didn't see a buck. It was like second week gun. Didn't see a deer that whole day. And he bust out in the field. Little did I know, the neighbor spooked him. So he was on a mission oh, trying yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. So I'm like, if I can find the video, I'll try to show you guys. But I'm like, dude, throwing everything I've ever thrown at a deer trying to stop this buck. I'm like, man. I'm like, woo, yeah. woo. Like doing everything. He like stops one time. And then he goes on a faster trot. So I'm like, fuck the camera. Yeah. Like he goes out of frame. I mean, like right when he goes out of frame, I just sent it on a trot and hit him right in his neck. Dropped him. I didn't even yeah. think I hit him. Like I called my dad because you can obviously hear the shot. Yeah. And he's like, was that you shooting? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I shot a good one. I probably missed. My dad's like, shut up. You probably didn't miss. Go look for him. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, I yeah. fucking missed this deer. And I walk around the corner because it's all that tall grass because he was in the tall grass when I shot. I could just <laughs> see his head. So I just sent it. And then he was laying there just there sitting there looking at me when I walked up oh, and had to put another one in him. But it was, that. it'll happen. This year, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Let's see what happens if that big buck walks in front of yeah. me. And then I only have one angle or something. I'll leave the, I'm not even worried about it, you know. But. Last year, we were lucky. We got every every kill on video. Yeah, it was... Dude, it's hard. I've been doing it for a long, long yeah. time. I think yeah. first deer I self-filmed was 13 or 14 years ago. I used yeah. my iPhone. It was like an iPhone 3G. Like terrible, Spotted. terrible yeah. quality. But I had a crossbow at the time sitting in a climber tree stand. And these does were walking so perfect. I was like, I bet I can shoot him with one hand and film with the other. And I did, like, had the phone in my left hand, like, sitting to the right of the crossbow and smoked her. She was, like, 15 or 20 yards, which is a chip shot for a crossbow. And it got me hooked. And it took me quite a few more years to do it again. Like, yeah. I filmed me shooting. Actually, I didn't even get that doe on film. Filmed me missing a few does here. And then filmed me shooting a, a smaller buck. And that was the first one. I did that my junior year of high school. So yeah. that was 10 or 11 years ago. Yeah. I love it though. Just having yeah. like those memories to look back on. Like, no. I've had such bad with cameras too. I've had such badass footage. Like, like I've lost kill shots and stuff using like cheap SD cards yeah. or losing the SD card. So that's like my mission this year too. It's like I bought nice SD cards and stuff, <laughs> yeah. so that doesn't happen. I was using like the the HGME or whatever they are, like the Hunt Made Easy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like cheap SD yeah. cards on my video <laughs> camera, like an idiot. Yeah, that's kind of why we did away with. Like the self-filming thing, we used to self-film with our phones a lot. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why we did away with that, because the storage and all that stuff with the phones. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Couldn't keep up with the videos, and we were having to delete all the old videos. Yep, and those are memories you don't want to really delete. Yep, you know? I hate doing that too. Like, hopefully YouTube is forever a thing, and we don't yes. have to worry about. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same with Instagram. Like, if my Instagram got taken down or something, I'd lose so much content. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I delete stuff because it's already on there. I'm the same way. You guys see how much I post on my reels and stuff. Like, yeah. every time I do, like, each reel, I have to go delete old stuff. Yeah. It's so annoying. I need to get a new iPhone. Yeah. I just need to have, like, a content iPhone. And then yeah. just, like, my personal iPhone, just so it's, like, you don't, just, don't have your apps on. That, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> more money is probably a better yeah. option. That's one reason, like, I work where I work now is because when rut comes or I get a picture at yeah. 6 o'clock in the morning of a big buck, I'm like, sorry, boss, I ain't coming in in the morning. Oh, man, my you, schedule's insane. And you get a big boy job. You can't really do that. Yeah. So I work I work at Samtech. Mm -hmm. so, okay, my brother-in-law works there. Yeah, I work 312s, night shift. 
Okay. Yeah. But I get paid for 40 hours, so it's That's nice. Full-time gig, but work 312s, and my schedule is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So then I got four days off to hunt. Yep. <laughs> you ever like, got off at 6 and went straight hunting on that? I have, yeah. Really? Yeah. Went, Probably took a nap in the trees then. Guys, yeah. Yep. That's what's cool about you guys, too. You guys do a bunch. Like, I saw you guys yeah. been fishing on the Ohio, yeah. catching some cats and some yeah. gar and shit. Yeah. Well, try to do it all. It's, it's hard making videos <laughs> with just deer. Yeah, it is. It it's, is hard. Like I that's, think it was uh, the hunting beast, Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan and Paul. Yeah, I think he's the one that said it, but it's like trying to film a movie or a TV show and half your actors show up. Yeah. It, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I just do so many dumbass reels. Like, that's yeah. why... I, that's one of the main reasons I did water holes. Like, you guys saw I have a flowing creek, but it's just one of those things. Like, I've seen many videos like, oh, if you got flowing water around, the deer won't hit it, which I've already learned. It's only been out here for, like, a month. The deer definitely hit it, and there's yeah. flowing water right there. And it's, like, spring-fed, lake-fed, so it's good water. And one thing that's kind of interesting, it's real random. I've just noticed for always having cameras on creeks, the deer will only, like, not probably not only, but I'd say majority of the time they pee in the creek. As they're crossing the creek, they'll pee in the water huh. for something about it's got to be their scent to like disperse yeah. it for predators. Because we get a bobcat, he's been coming around recently. Like when you put a camera when it's like real hot, like it was last week, you'll see so many different critters running that creek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'll get pictures of just like deer on that creek that I won't get anywhere else on the property when it was that hot. They'd come like right down there and probably feed in that little bottom right next to it and some of that clover, yeah. and then they'd walk right back in the ridge. Yeah, they they got a pretty uh narrow home radius luckily like this property just stacks up well like they hunt on top of that hill but they can't hunt down here yeah. by my property without spooking everything out of the whole county you know yeah. what i mean so they hunt basically the the field edges okay so let's go into a stories man what's the your favorite deer story that comes to mind Were your first deer biggest deer I would say, stupid honestly, my one of the coolest deer stories for the both of us i would say oh yeah is when jackson and stock that yeah that was insane where's that at indiana yeah Yeah, that was actually private land i got permission i worked at a gas station this old man he's coming all the time and he'd mess with me joke with me all the time but anyways i asked him one day i was like you got any property man i love to hunt and he was like dude come shoot whatever you want hell yeah yeah so i went up there checked it out and it was Perfect. Yeah. He went with me, dude. Huge oak trees. Really? Everything about it. Yeah. Perfect. Probably hadn't been hunting in years. Never no. had, ain't been hunting in years. Yeah, there was some yeah. old, like, homemade tree stands. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, anyways, we were hunting there one day. He missed, like, three turkeys that day. Yeah. <laughs> the turkeys came in from behind me, and I was just slinging arrows at them. I couldn't figure out if they were 30 or 40 yards because yeah. the branches in the leaves were in my way. Mm-hmm. And I was like just slinging them i shouldn't have done that because i lost like three dude I've, I've almost done it we had some like uh they're not albino but the you know smoke face we had some hens in the fall dude i slung one they took off running i'm like i'll never see her again yeah <laughs> try to shoot her when she's running you hit a turkey she going down probably. Yeah, yeah. But. so we were hunting on both sides of the driveway so we met up after it was probably like midday maybe 12 1 o'clock mm-hmm. we met up at the driveway and it's like a mile long driveway we're probably like halfway down it and then we walked up the driveway and he has this little pond on the right side and then his house on the left side what time frame is this like november uh i think this was october 10th i hope so early season yeah, yeah early, early season both season everything's still green mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But anyways, we were walking back, and we both stopped in our tracks. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I was like, did you see that too? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and there's a buck just bedded down next to this pond. Like, probably just watch yards. Just walk up the driveway. Yeah, 100 yards from this dude's house. Like, so we walked up the driveway right past him. Because, I mean, he was bedded down. Knew he probably wasn't going to run away. We just didn't get closer, you know? Mm-hmm. Just walk to the truck. If you keep walking a lot of times, they won't do yeah. nothing. It's yeah. weird. That's why he already saw us. So mm-hmm. it was yeah. like, if we stop now, he knows we're coming after him. So yeah, yeah and the walking. whole time he walked, he just followed us with his head. But anyways, we got to the truck, and then we were looking at it, and I was ranging it. He was at like 85 yards from the truck, I think. And we were like... What Where your gonna, truck was parked at? Yeah. Really? We were like, what are we going to do? Like, it's wide open. He can see us. There's, like, no way to, like, sneak around him. It's too much woods. Like, he'll speak before you even see him get up. But anyway, so we decided to just take off our boots mm-hmm. <laughs> and just walk straight yeah. at him. In the Indian way. Just yeah. walk up straight at him. There's a big, big oak tree, and I kind of stayed behind it. And then he, like, stopped at the driveway and recorded. Probably, forward. like, 70 really? yards away. And I just walked behind this big tree, got to 50 yards, leaned out, ranged him 50 yards, and I was like, all right, I got this. Did he see you? <laughs> Did he know you were there, kind of? No, he uh, was watching me, Yeah, he was, yeah. He was so sitting he, there. He that's had his cool. eye on me. He was sitting there in the wide open video. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really didn't think we had a chance. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. when stuff happens sometimes. So I ranged him at 50. He was bedded down. I knew I had plenty of time, so I just took some deep breaths, you know, drew back once, aimed at him was like this close to just pulling the trigger and sending it, you know, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, I had a feeling. Yep. I let down, got back behind the tree, took some more deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> Especially October 10th, like last thing you're yeah. expecting is probably yeah. to shoot, take a shot that day. Yeah, and he's better well, down. We were already leaving for the day too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I had, yeah. I had work at three yeah. o'clock. I'd work at three o'clock, so we were leaving at one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, I'd make another draw, second draw, and then smoked him, and he went. Did you? Got up, went 10 yards. Bedded down's probably, I've never shot at your bedded down. They probably can't get up quick enough, you know? As soon as he got up, he took like two Yeah, he was starting. Really? He was starting to get up, like, before the arrow hit him, but it just hit him even better of a spot, honestly. So how long ago was that? That was last year. Really? That's rowdy. Unfortunately, that dude passed away uh, like three days later. Really? Yeah. Wow. That yeah, sucks. I went there another day with my buddy. I was gonna talk to him before we went out and hunted, and walked up to the door, and everything was gone. Like you could tell, like everything was like cleaned up, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a there was like a paper on the door that said it was like an auction or something. Wow. So they auctioned. That's off crazy. Stuff. And that's when he found out that he. Yeah. Wow. So that was our one private land that we were excited about yeah, for this yeah. year. Yeah, and apparently didn't have any family in the area or anything. So yeah, that know. property's selling for like a million dollars right now. Yeah, really? Yeah. How many acres is it? It's one hundred and ten. It's right over here. Really? Toward Salem. Yeah, it's right off the highway, the main highway off. Pet- See, I probably Island. know it. I'm, yeah, you go by it all the time. That's crazy yeah. though. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy, my brother Jackson, he's the big buck killer of the family. Yeah, if you didn't know. So one time when we were, I don't know, I was probably fourth grade. Jackson was second grade. We were at this cabin that we had at Potoka. Mm-hmm. We ended up selling it. It was a family cabin. but Yeah. We are at this cabin. Me and my dad. My dad was going to take me muzzleloader hunting for the first time the next day. I, we brought, had a, I brought my pellet gun. I was going to go squirrel hunting at the cabin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but we were gonna canoe across the lake yep. with his buddy Donnie and go hunt this cove over there. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude begged Dad the whole night, <laughs> the whole night to go hunting. Dad yeah. ended up taking him hunting with us, so he set me in a climber by myself and took him hunting. They sat on the ground. Yeah, we were probably like two hundred yards, three hundred yards apart. Yeah. And he ended up shooting a big old ten pointer that day, yeah. and I missed a nice eight pointer. Really? Day. Yeah, right after I, because I heard him shoot. And I called him. I had an old Motorola flip phone. Mm-hmm. I called Dad, and Dad didn't answer. So I slammed the flip phone shut. And as soon as I slammed the flip phone shut, I heard, like, something stop. Mm-hmm. And I look over, there's eight-pointer just staring at me. Dude, it's a honey hole over there. I know. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time a over spot, there. But then once you find one, somebody else will find it yeah. eventually. So. Yeah. It's always like, just bumping and moving around. Yeah, know, I had a little corner. It was like right on the edge of the private, and it didn't get pressure, but it was pressure real close to it. That's the thing. Like that spot was weird, dude. Eight thirty, like every day. I don't know where they were kind of coming from the lakeish area. Yeah. And like walking, it was the most perfect like bed to or feed to bed transition I've ever seen, dude. Mm-hmm. Like every day, like so many does. I could have shot a doe every time I was in there. Yeah, it's a good place to hunt. We have a old stand that we. Our buddy, our our dad's buddy left up there that we go up there and hunt next to. You can't hunt out of it anymore. But mm-hmm. Hunt next to it, but it's like overlooking the lake, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just back in this cove overlooking We've had the lake to hunt the same, real close yeah. to the same areas. And I'll dude, to show you after Overlooking that, like on a crisp morning when all the dew's rising and the mm-hmm. sun's rising. It's beautiful. I went in there late season. It was December. I can't remember when, probably like first week or two of December. I saw so many bucks. Must have been like right. one last hot doe in there, yeah. dude. That's saw one cool. big buck. He just wouldn't come closer. Yeah. Like, like I said, when we he killed that buck in muzzleloader when he was in like second grade, dude. That was the craziest. It was like full on rut. Yeah. There were deer everywhere. Another crazy thing about that buck, I shouldn't have killed that buck, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> so we were sitting there on the ground. It was me and my dad sitting on the ground. Jason was hunting behind us, like 200 yards up on the hill. But we could see, we could see a mile. Like yeah. There was, we could see it was wide open and sitting on the ground. You can see farther sitting on the ground. Oh for yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And this doe come running up this hill. Like it was, this hill was to the left of us, and it was like a drop off kind of. But this doe just come hauling up this hill right next to us, like five yards away, and then ran out straight in front of us and was like kind of like slowed down, was broadside, and I was like. I'm about to shoot this doe. <laughs> yeah. Second grade, you're probably so I, itching. So I grab a muzzleloader, aim on it, pull the trigger, nothing. The safety was on, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And I've been there many right times. Right after that, the doe trots off, right? And I was like, dang it. Our safety was on. Missed the opportunity. And then I heard something again to the left down the hill. And I was like, I think there's something else coming, Dad. And Dad was like, no, nah, that's a squirrel. And then the squirrel jumped and ran up this tree and then I didn't hear anything and then I heard something again I was like no nah, I'm telling you <laughs> you can't hear a deer but you always think it's like when you hear the squirrels you think it's a deer but then you hear a deer and you're like okay that's definitely a deer uh, yeah. yeah so I heard something coming and then big 10 pointer just walked right up over the hill stood stopped right there on the hill 10 yards away pulled the muzzle really up, pulled the muzzler up I had a scope on it literally all I could see was the white and then like the Tell outline of his too. neck and shot him right there just saw the white aim low shoot mm-hmm. right there yep and then he turned ran down the hill and then my dad jumped up 
What did dad say before you shot this deer, though? Oh, yeah. Because it happened, <laughs> it happened so fast. Like, there was nothing to do but just shoot, right? Yeah. So this deer Especially just, at 10 yards yeah, on the ground. Yeah, over the hill. On you. This deer came up, stopped, grabbed a muzzler, and my dad says, Bust his ass, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So I went, boom, and then we jump up and run over the hill and look down it, and then he's just rolling down. Really? Yeah, that was a big deer, too. Heck yeah. I don't think I killed my first deer. I didn't kill, like, I hunted for, like, three years, two or three years when I lived here the first time, I moved to Virginia, and then I killed one that first year in Virginia. I was 11 when I killed my first deer. I was wearing a Troy Palomalu jersey and a Carhartt. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> Didn't even have hunting gear yeah. yet. It was even it was it was different times back then too, man. Like hunting's got so serious and just like yeah, the big buck culture and stuff now. Like when we were kids, like it was basically brown it's down. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. A lot of people give you crap for shooting like a one twenty one thirty. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I don't get that either. Like, if it makes you happy, shoot yeah. it. That's exactly how I feel about it. makes people not want to be a part of the hunting community. A hundred percent. like that. The shame and like, damn, should have gave him another year. Mm-hmm. And when I see that shit, I try to, like, clap back at him. they get mad over you killing a big deer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you got too much time to hunt. That's exactly. Well, or, you know, a neighbor, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's always going to have something to say, no matter it's if crazy. you're doing great or doing bad. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I just don't care. Yeah, no. But, yeah. I think that's one thing that could change in the hunting community. Yeah, me too. Be more supportive of everybody and what they want to shoot. Yep, that's how I am. Like I talk to you're doing it legal. Hey, exactly. I talk to guys on public. Like I don't give too many pointers. Like I tell them, like there's some good bucks in here or something. I'm not gonna tell them where I'm sitting. But well, that's the other thing. People don't even want to let you. They'll try to rush into the woods and try to beat you into the woods when you pull into the parking lot instead of being like, hey, man. This is where I'm going to go. It, exactly. Like, you're the first one here. Obviously, I'm going to let you go where you want to go. Yep. That's so Let me know where you're going so I'm not going to walk in on you later. Yeah, if you walk in, see somebody walking in, shine the light, let them know where you're at. Yeah, yeah just the common courtesy yeah. things. Like, yeah. last year was my first year doing it, and we went in there opening day, got in there early, and there was a bunch of trucks there. Like, opening day is wild. Yeah. But in Kentucky... And most of the guys are cool. It seems like it's like two types. Like they're either really cool or they're just extremely standoffish and won't even like really talk to you. Yeah. There's not much in between that I've talked to. Yeah. Yeah. I, had, sure. I had this one old old guy talk to me on Kentucky Public. He talked to me for like an hour after dark. And I was like, dude, I got to go. Yeah, home. I've had that like, too. I don't, I don't live around here like you do. Yeah. It's like I got an hour Turkey drive Turkey season public though. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like. That was my first year doing it this year. It's way more like out of state people than it is. Instinct, yeah. yeah, we went and hunted over there. I don't even want to say yeah, it. You know, the... you went with Corey. Yeah, yeah, went there, dude. I was mind blown because we were like pulled up. There's already trucks. We got in a spot and we could see guys walking in right where we were gonna go. So I was like, hey, let's drive back. And we're driving back, and there had been thirty or forty yeah. trucks on that one road, dude. No. It was nuts. But then we didn't really see anybody the rest of the day. We just ended up pulling right to the front, like where nobody else was parking. Mm-hmm. Heard them striking up. Like they they weren't striking up like real early on opening day it took them a little bit like eight o'clock eight thirty and then they were fired up everywhere and we could like hear a guy calling so like all right stay back for him a little yeah. bit like don't get too close and then we like we're sitting there midday and then heard some fire up at like 11 o'clock or something like that whatever time it was and we're like let's go and we sit down Corey's better turkey hunter than i am for sure and I was like, we should probably move closer. He's like, nah, I think yeah. they're coming. I was like, all right. That's and my mistake every time. Me too. I'm still a rookie. I mean, we're both kind of rookies at turkey hunting. Yeah, I'm not a great turkey hunter. I'm yeah. way better deer hunter than I am turkey yeah. hunter. That's what our sure. dad and 
never grew up turkey hunting, so he took us a few times, but never much luck. Yeah, that's how it was for us, too. Like, Corey's a killer, man. Did you see that golden one he killed, that, like, brown phase one? No. He killed, like, last year, one of the biggest, probably the biggest turkey I've ever seen, and it was, like, golden. Huh. Golden phased or something. Yeah. The head was so big on it. He said he was there for, like, a couple hours. He said it probably gobbled like 500 times or something crazy. He said just nonstop. <laughs> it's like he was asking to die. Yeah, sure. Turkey hunting's fun though. Like I had yeah. fun doing it. I went up north, hung with my buddy, buddy Wes Ramsey, and it's like way more flatlands and just like not as yeah. much trees as we have. Saw so many turkeys. I could have killed like five turkeys before I killed mine. Like we'd jump out of the truck and like run around a corner and then he'd like come right around. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a little too easy. Yeah. I was like, we'll wait on that one. And we tried some spot and stocks and stuff. Yeah. but. It's a good time. Yeah, it's fun. Have you ever done any waterfowl hunting? I did when I was, like, my family did. We lived in South Dakota and stuff. I'm, okay. like, the baby of the family, but... So, waterfowl uh, hunting up here ain't nothing compared to South Dakota. Yeah, no, yeah. no. But, now I haven't got into it just because it's deer season. I'm usually not tagged out. If I'm tagged out, but now I'm going to... My, my goal is to hunt three states. Hunt Indiana, Kentucky, and then Ohio. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. If I... Get tagged out early enough going to Ohio. I'm hoping, because I'm going to take off that first week in November. I love that first week. And I'm going to try to kill the first two days in Kentucky, which I think I can. That mm-hmm. spot's just one of those spots. Like, where I killed my buck, a different mature buck went by that spot on my trail camera. So, who knows? More probably did every single day in the morning. Like, it was yeah. nuts, bro. So, I finally got in that spot on the fourth day in the morning because we were, like, sitting back, like, seeing, trying to, like, watch them a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I knew it. I called it, like, sitting in the trees, and I was like, I think today's the morning, and then mm-hmm. 8.30, that boy walks through and yeah. smoked him. Wild thing with him was, that was the only buck I targeted. Yeah. Got, a pic- like, a video of him, like, five days before season started. Saw him open a week, jumped him out, jumped him out of his bed, and then ended- I didn't hunt all October, and then came back November and shot him. Just, like, yeah. weird odds, you know? Yeah. We don't really necessarily target a buck. I think last year was the first year we even put out a trail camera. Yeah. See, that's cooler, though. You get that more of, like, a surprise. Like, when you have the videos and you have, like, one buck on camera, you're, like, so expected to see that buck. But when you you don't have any history. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to shoot that one because you got this one. But then you never know if you're going to even see that one. Exactly. If it gets me fired up, I'm slinging it. Yeah, just mature, really. Yeah, it's my second year hunting public land. He was... He's probably a four-year-old, I'd say, maybe three. He's pretty big-bodied, yeah. but that's my goal. Three yeah. or four-year-old this year. My goal was a, a velvet. I'm not going to make it to velvet this year or this weekend, but I'd have shot a two-year-old in velvet all oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> day. Little bassinet uh, eight or something walks out. I'll smoke him. The only thing that makes me sure want to hold out is I want to mount it, and I know how yeah. much this mount costs. Yeah, it is getting It'd ridiculous. It would be a lot cooler to have a bigger velvet mount than yep. a little <laughs> Yeah. But I think I'd fall for any of it. I was thinking about that. If I did end up shooting like a two-year-old, I was going to get like a pack mount or something. Like a velvet pack mount would be dope looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that that spray we were talking about, I wonder if we could just do like a skull mount with one. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Spray it on there and then... Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't studied it too much, but it seems like it works good. I know. That's what... Every review I've looked at, everybody says it does. Yeah, hopefully you guys kill one so you can put yeah. it to the test. Oh, we'll see. So that's your goal, man. You guys are going to walk in about a mile mm-hmm. uh, a, this weekend. We got a tank on camera. Do you? Yeah. Nice. It's the, it's the same one Jackson missed during muzzle. Really? Yeah. So he, quite a bit bigger? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. 10, 15 inches bigger. Yeah. Really? He's big. Hell yeah. I'll show you a picture once. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I about to ask? Um, 
so like how early are you guys getting in you said your public land say it gets light at what about six now like how what time are you guys gonna be like ready so in the stand it or takes about saddles? an hour to get to the spot Probably we leave the house at like 3 a.m yeah that's the one bad part about living yeah. in indiana driving over there yeah we're close yeah. though we're blessed where we do live yeah. like we could go to four states and within yeah. two hours almost it's crazy True. and it's like an hour walk 45 minute walk you sitting separate or no, filming? No, we sit together. Okay. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, we... Especially all day yeah. sit. I'm sure that yeah. makes it... That's crazy you guys are doing all day There's sit. There's film, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, one person filming. And bachelor groups. If we see yeah. one, we're probably going to see two. That's you know? true. That's kind of what our main thought was behind it. We got this new camera. We got mm -hmm. bachelor groups, you know? So yep. I want to be manning the camera and actually try to focus on getting a good video. Yep. And... Let him shoot since he hasn't shot one in Kentucky. Okay. And then if there is another one there, you mm -hmm. know, with the GoPro, get the rest what of What a good brother, dude. Yeah. You believe that? <laughs> shoot. Shoot. But, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Anything I shoot dies in sight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mine don't. I've never yeah. got a pass through with a bow. Really? Mm-mm. See, I've, I've wounded a couple with a bow when I first started out, like when I was younger. Yeah. And I, I shot one of the biggest deer in my life, still to this day, with mm -hmm. a bow. I shot down on him, like you said, but instead of shooting at the spine, I shot a little bit to the left, like thinking I was going to hit that lung. Yeah. But I hit that shoulder blade and it shot Bounce out. right off. Mm -hmm. mm. I think it went in between shoulder blade and spine. Yeah. I've missed a shit ton of deer. Big bucks. I'd have probably at least two or three booners if I'd have killed them with a yeah. gun. Dude, I've missed so many when I was young. Oh, like, yeah. So many. Uh, um, knock on wood, I'm three for three on bucks with a bow. I've missed does and I've wounded a couple does. Those are harder to hit than a, a buck is. I'll mm -hmm. put my money on that all day, every day. Yeah. They jump the string like crazy. I've never had a buck jump the string. Yeah. I, I bought this new bow this year thinking that I wasn't going to miss anything with it. And the first thing I shoot out are those turkeys. And I missed 3 0. <laughs> yeah, in the video, I was like, Jason, it's 0 for 3 with his new bow, and I'm 1 for 1. <laughs> Dude, my bow is like 8 or 9 years old. I've never even restrung it. Really? That's, yeah. that's one reason I, I don't shoot much, though. I shoot yeah. way less than the average yeah. person. Like, I haven't shot my bow in at least a month. But I'm not like that guy that shoots 60, 80 yards. Yeah, I, you said something about that. I don't remember what you said it on, but. I remember you talking about that when you killed your Kentucky buck. I don't know if you put it in the post yeah, or what, but I, I remember. I dropped that bow out of the stand, bro. Because yeah. with my like hanging bang uh, tree stand, I had like a, a bow mount on my seat so I could just sit there. And if a buck walks up and I'm sitting down, I could just slide it off and, and oh, yeah. stick him. But I'm standing up and not thinking about it. And it hits my elbow like this. Oh. And I'm like thinking it's a stick. I bumped that bitch off on purpose. I'm like, obviously not yeah. on purpose. But my buddy's sitting there <laughs> filming me. My bow hits the ground. We're up there 20 feet. Shoots my arrow like oh, 20 man. more feet in the air. My buddy looks at me. He goes, did you really just do that? I'm like, instantly, I'm butthurt. Like, yeah. mad, bro. I'm like, his bow's broke. I walk <laughs> over there, and the string, all it did, like, you, like on my bow, it's so old. It's just got, like, a loop that holds it, and it came off that little loop. So I'm, like, fired up for about, like, a minute, like, pissed off. Like, oh. Put it back on there? Yeah, slid right back <laughs> on there. Forgot to shoot, because it's a good, from right here, hour and a half drive to where I hunt. Yeah. And uh, forgot to shoot that night. Went and climbed in the stand. Slung that arrow. He was 25 yards, and I smoked him, though. Yeah. So, we'll take it. Yeah. We shoot quite a bit. We do. I need to shoot more. I just feel confident. That's, like, one of those yeah. things, like, I just we, I feel confident with a bow. We're on the Cameron Haynes stuff, you know? Yeah. Especially me. He don't do much. Yeah, I've I seen the lift hunt thing. shoot yeah. thing. I've seen I you were doing that for a little bit. Day. Dude, I think I had COVID, like, 
couple weeks ago, probably three, four weeks ago, I couldn't get like a full breath to save my life. I didn't even think about it being COVID. <laughs> and I go on my first run in like three years right oh, here yeah. on these back roads, bro. I about died. Like, <laughs> yeah, the was, only was, thing that kept me going was David Goggins. Like, yeah, was it, was it, was it, was it, was just gonna carry the boats. Oh, yeah, it was luckily it wasn't like it was last week, but yeah, it was just yeah, funny. Last week was bad, dude. That was yeah. one of the hottest weeks we I can ever remember. We didn't get anything on camera last Tuesdays. week. Tuesdays, we didn't get nothing really either. 105. Tuesdays gonna be 105. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, you guys just hunting like Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, I'll probably hunt Monday since I'm off Monday. And yeah, if it's 105 on Tuesday, I probably won't go out. Yeah, it's pretty hot. I'll probably sleep. <laughs> Hopefully, get a cold front here soon. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh, sure. It's I, felt better though, like fifty five, sixties in the morning now. Yeah. Like they're they're moving. Like I've noticed this week, bucks yeah. are moving a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of does. We haven't got much bucks. Yeah, yeah we got that one on there, but like it's just people scouting around the public land. Oh, yeah. Kentucky gets hit so hard. Like right now, from yeah. right now until opening day, yeah. gets molly walled yeah. with people. Yeah. yeah. And the, the hunting public didn't help with all that either. Even uh, dude, they're one of the main reasons. Yeah, yeah, they're the one of the main reasons I started hunting public <laughs> land for real, hundred percent. I think yeah. a lot of people. I think, a, a, like you said, you have private. And I think a lot of even private land people are yeah. jumping yeah. onto the public just to. Try I can to go get hunt another state. Yeah. The main reason I did it was because you could just study like Onyx, find a good piece of public, mm-hmm. scout it, and not have to go do door knocking. Like I honestly just yeah. did not feel like doing it this year. I know. Here in the future, when especially when they sell this private, I'm gonna want private because I enjoy doing like the land management yeah, side and planting sure. food plots. So I'm gonna do some door knocking, but yeah. the public land is just legit. And hunting public, honestly, in the past ten years, I don't think anybody's been more influential than the hunting yeah, public yeah, for, for the sure. hunting industry yeah, for sure. i bet they've got i mean that's kind i of, bet they've got a million hunters yeah, to like, go into the woods <laughs> that's kind of why we started our channel half the yeah. people we've run into and on public land got their merch on yeah. really <laughs> yeah see i i got lucky with that little spot i found dude like it does not get much pressure it's yeah. it's weird that's what i mean the spot in kentucky we know there's one other person that's up there but we don't know when he hunts. Yeah. We don't know if it's the dude coming off the private or not, because it's almost, it's far back there, but yeah. it's as far as we're walking back. <laughs> That's honestly, a, like, it I, almost makes you think, I don't know if anybody else would do this walk, but yeah. you're doing it, so it's like, huh? On that piece yeah. I'm at, your average guys aren't even going a thousand yards. Yeah. Like, they're not going far. Like, I couldn't yeah. tell you exactly where they're going, yeah. but I got cameras, like, more in the middle of the property, and... The whole season, I won't get a single person. And then I'll get, like, duck hunters that are walking back to these little ponds. Some pheasant hunters or quail hunters yeah. or something with dogs. And then, like, some dude doing something else. Like, never deer hunters. It's weird. Yeah. It's a little hidey hole. And it's a bow, muzzleloader-only spot. So that's nice. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the, yeah. the gun hunters coming in. What's one of your favorite stories? Buck one stories. One of my favorite stories? Hmm. I don't know. Wait, what bucks have I killed? <laughs> You don't even have to be a white tail, man. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. What'd you kill last year? Did you kill last year? Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I mean, probably my first Kentucky buck was probably my favorite. So that have been like, what, 21? Yeah, that was the last, the year before last. Yeah. So that was a muzzleloader hunt, and it was late muzzleloader because this public land only opens up for the late muzzleloader season in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it's... I think it's only a weekend, honestly. Yeah, I think it is too. I, but that. I went out there for it on this piece that I've never 
never really been. Mm-hmm. My buddy was telling me about it, and he was like, hey, man, you need to go sit right here. And I was like, all right, dude, I'll go check it out. So I went back there with the climber, made all kinds of noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, what kind of climber do you have? Uh, it's just a summit. It's summit all, Viper. Yeah, it's that's my, that's all yeah, I use for years climber, and yeah. years and years, bro. It's, it's nice. Killed more yeah. deer out of a Summit Viper than anything. Yeah, but I went back there and I was sitting on this like little ridge overlooking the hillside, and this buck came walking through there, and I I really didn't think I was gonna see anything all morning because I made some like noise coming in there. Yeah, because I didn't know where I was going, so I'm just. Kind of walking aimlessly. Through it's always the hard in the dark too. You could know the spot. You walk in the dark. Yeah. I've been so lost so many times. Yeah, but this buck, he came in from behind me. He's not a very big buck, but he came in from behind me, and I got this on video too. But I tried to stop him like three or four times. I even like yelled at him, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't stop. So finally, I just shot him while he was walking, and then he like, it looked like I didn't even hit him because you know with the muzzleloader, it's can't all see smoke. nothing. And then he kind of like trots over and then stops like next to me and then just starts walking down the hill. And so I'm freaking out, like trying to blow <laughs> my muzzleloader. Freaking out, thinking this dude's just walking away from me. Well, he just ends up just crashing right there in front of my tree stand. Like I'm talking like five yards, but he it took him. That's badass. Good, probably two, three minutes to die. I don't know why. That is crazy. Good shot. 50, 50 cal hitting him, you know? It's <laughs> a lot of lead. <laughs> I haven't killed many deer with a muzzleloader, honestly. I think I've only yeah. killed like two or three ever, mm-hmm. if that many. Probably like one or two, honestly. Yeah. Usually, yeah, I don't know. This year in Indiana, if I'm not tagged out by muzzleloader, it'll be money here with all yeah. that like late season food source. Virginia was kind of cool, though, and I know, like, some states, like, Kansas and stuff doing it. Can you imagine if we had, like, that early muzzleloader? I know. It'd be dangerous. If you guys could change one thing about Indiana's, like, rules or regulations or anything, what, you guys got anything in mind? Probably let us hunt some velvet bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That or push gun season back a week. I think they should do something like Iowa with the gun season where it's like split up into two or three weekends. Yeah. Dude, Indiana's just... I think it's it falls too close to the yeah. rut. I mean, it, that week before is when I think really the rut is hitting hard. Oh, yeah, that's hard. the best week, yeah. But still, you got bucks chasing does. And I mean, I get you want people to be successful, but at the same time, you want... You want to grow bigger herd. bucks. Yeah, you want, you want to be a sleeper state. Exactly. You got to think, our gun comes in second weekend of November usually. I think it's around mm-hmm. then. That ends, and then it might have one week in between. I don't even think it does. Then it goes straight to muzzleloader. So it's yeah. almost a month of gun season in Indiana. It's crazy. We would have... That's what... A lot of people want to make it a whole week shorter. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Or split it up or well, something, or... I've got a lot of my deer, yeah, though. Yeah, if you got a problem with that, I, you know what I say? Pick up a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as easy, man. It is, yeah. So... Yeah, I just think we wouldn't be a sleeper state, and I think we would be honestly like on an Iowa and Kansas level if oh, they yeah. if they switch something with sure. our gun season. Well, you got like the Dustin Huff buck that thing, yeah, is a giant, giant I've seen deer, damn near as close as that. Dude, I've missed one around my house, you know, just driving down the road. So. I missed one up north, dude. He was like three hundred yards. He was yeah. big enough. I I slung it, bro. He was wow. like, he walked out. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, yeah shot i definitely missed i was young i did that a lot when i was young mm-hmm. shots i shouldn't have taken but our buddy came up from alabama this last year to hunt uh deer and he saw he we had an eight pointer come running right up to our tree stand stopped at 40 yards oh he's probably mind-blowing just yeah. at, like the body size of yeah. our deer he didn't end up he ended up not being able to shoot it because it saw us in the stand but yeah then he had a doe when we were sitting in this blind walk. I mean, 
five yards past us. So he got to really see the size yeah. of our deer out here, and he, he thinks that is absolutely nuts. Yeah, I, oh, I guarantee it. Like, I feel like Alabama's are even smaller than Virginia because yeah. Virginia had a lot smaller body deer. Like, you get the mature buck like him, he was big bodied, but. Until yep. they got like five or six, they were small body deer. Yeah. Well, they, they looked weird though, because they almost looked like farm raised deer because yeah. their bodies were so small. And then like the big bucks would have yeah. big racks. It, it was weird in Virginia. In Virginia, you got three buck tags. Mm-hmm. That's like, how Alabama, I think it's two or three, too. You can run them with dogs yeah. out there. Like we grew up doing that. We were in a hunting club. Like luckily, we were the only ones that bow hunted. So we'd have like a month and a half all the properties to ourselves. And then we'd run dogs with all the guys. Yeah. Different. It's different. I like. I wouldn't want it here in Indiana, but I, I definitely had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I make spear hunting legal. <laughs> Is it not legal? <laughs> not for no, no, here, man. I emailed the DNR and everything. Did you really? Like, yeah. We we have a spear. With the Did whole, you really? Like one of the big ones? Yeah. With the whole explanation of why it's more ethical. I mean, if you hit it, that deer ain't living. I'll tell <laughs> no. you that. Because I've seen, like, that's where Josh Bomar, he got in a lot of grief when he did that bear. Like, lost his Under Armour sponsor oh, and yeah. stuff. This next year, we actually, not me or him, we all put in. But my dad got drawn and my girlfriend got drawn for Big Oaks this year. Both of them got drawn for the archery and the firearms. Really? Yeah. Dude, there's big bucks die in there every year. Oh, yeah. Every you, year. You can bring somebody with you. Yeah, and both of y'all get yep. to kill two bucks a piece as long as you kill a buck. And then kill a doe, and then kill another buck. But really? You and your partner get to kill a buck. Really? Like, yeah, that is true. Because when I hunted Charleston State Park, I could bring two people with me mm-hmm. when I drew. Yeah, so, that is cool. So it's yeah. a lot of bucks. I know we got, and each time you go, you get two buck tags. So really? So two per person. I'm going twice. He's going twice. My dad's going twice, and my girlfriend's going twice. Dude, so, hopefully you lay them down. That would be. <laughs> that's got, awesome. We got Kentucky tags to fill. We're, yeah. trying, we're talking about going to trying to get in on Fort Knox too. Mm-hmm. Because that's a. I went through there. Had some buddies yeah. in the military and drove through there. So many deer, yeah. just like driving There's through the main parks. In there, apparently, but apparently it's a whole like process. I, I heard. To get in. I know certain. I don't know if it's that for sure. Don't hold me to it. But some of them are like show up first. People to show oh, up yeah. get a hunt it. So I know Big Oaks is kind of like that. If you no shows, you can go up there for no shows. Yeah. But. Yeah, we're excited. We've never hunted Big Oaks. But I never have either. I've hiked in it. Yeah. I've went hiking in there. I've fished in it. When I went to Hanover up there, I fished in it for a Dude, few there's some There's some big boys in there. Uh-huh. I bet you guys kill a couple. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Especially because you're a little more diehard than the average guys, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what my girlfriend signed up for, and she's never even killed a deer, but I mm-hmm. got her to sign up for it. She's been hunting. She's killed turkeys and ducks and crows and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. she ain't killed a deer yet, but her year man yeah i mean we'll see she got drawn for the october 14th and 15th hunt and then the november 11th and really 12th hunt. <laughs> oh that's money i know that, is that I still bow season about that. no that's the gun one. that is the gun yeah. one. Oh yeah so. dude indiana opening day you never know it'll yeah. run out dude well, this is the week before opening day oh yeah. oh so extra money uh-huh. oh you're gonna <laughs> well, kill for sure that's uh-huh. the best week of the year i'd say honestly yeah. I love that week. That's when I killed my buck. I killed him on the ninth. That's it. Came here the next day and killed my nephew on the tenth. His biggest buck, good three year old. That's when Dad killed his buck the eighth last year. Something like that. There was something in the water those that week, dude. Everybody was killing. I swear, so many bucks running through. So the YouTube man, uh, 
like, how'd you guys get your start? Like, we were just talking about a second ago. It's kind of interesting. You guys, your first year doing it. Um, like, why'd you guys do that? Just posting so much, just trying to get content out, trying yeah. to get more views so, up. So, the thing on YouTube, if you want to get monetized, you got to get, what is it, a thousand? Thousand, thousand subscribers. subscribers. Four thousand hours watch time. Yeah. So, the whole, that whole first year, me and Jackson, we were making videos and posting two videos a week. So we would take our like hunts and we'd split them up. Like if we did like the Kentucky trip, we'd mm -hmm. split it up into a bunch of little like different parts. So yep. like day one, day two, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But we were posting two videos a week. That's a lot. I know. Yeah, and it was. A you lot. guys posted more on your YouTube in like two, three weeks than I did like I ever. <laughs> that just trying to make those videos is crazy, and then coming up with ideas to make videos. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, some of our stuff wasn't that great, but. At the same time, check it. Yeah, you gotta get something you, out you're there. You're putting stuff out there, and you're getting views, and I mean, yeah, we I hit think, that. We hit that. I think YouTube definitely favors consistency. Yeah, like yeah. posting same time, same really? day of the week. I think so. Yeah. Huh. You look at that. But we hit that thousand subscribers. That's good. I still haven't hit a thousand on mine. I've had mine for like eleven or twelve years. Yeah. We, I, I did it like pretty hard when I was young, and then stopped doing it for a lot of years. Yeah. Like, my first video I ever posted was my most popular video, and it was stupid. It was, like, me making a homemade peanut butter deer feeder. Got, like, 250,000 <laughs> yeah. views or something stupid. And I was, like, a squeaker, bro. If you ever yeah. want to laugh, go back and look at my old, old YouTube videos. <laughs> I got, like, my Justin Bieber uh -huh. hair and shit all swooped out. Heck, yeah. That's how, but, I mean, that's how his hair was for yeah. a long time. I think mine, mine was like that. That was when I killed my first buck. I had real long hair all the way down to my shoulders. It was cool back then, yeah, man. Yeah. Now everybody's got the fades and... The mullets. The mullet. The mullets. Yeah, yeah everybody mullets got a mullet. Right so. Wallen cut his mullet. They're yeah. out. Yeah, for real. He really did popularize it. I swear. Yeah, it might be They're over out, now. Yeah. It might be. So when I don't know if you guys know when do you start like making money off YouTube. We have already. Really yeah. starting to make it now that you broke yeah, that because I saw that like once I hit a thousand I think I'll have enough view hours yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I think we got monetized in like six months. Okay. Like six months of posting we got monetized. Isn't there something where like you can kind of pick a way to do it or something like pick like how you want to be monetized? I honestly don't know. I haven't yeah, done it yet. Yeah, you can pick like where the ads go. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's cool, so, though. And you can pick what videos get monetized, too. So. The wild thing with filming your hunts, man, you've seen it. Like, you could bring your camera one day, and the just craziest thing ever could happen. Yeah. You get it on video, and then your whole page blows up. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, like, what I've learned. In real life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It just that's, takes that one instance. That's what I tell people all the time, right? Like, what do you do? I'm just filming, dude. I was yeah. like, you never, for one, you never know what reel is going to blow up. You never know what video is going to blow up. Like, you never know what you're going to see in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, record. <laughs> exactly. You really could. That's why I honestly like hunting. That's like the Dustin Huff. He didn't expect to shoot a world record no. that day. He Imagine just wanted if he to go. had a camera. That, I mean, that thing would have been all over yeah, the place. Oh, so multi million yeah. views. You exactly. Know, the world Imagine record, dude. State record back here it just happens to walk by and you yeah. have your camera set up. Yeah. I mean, all those, every brand you used in that video yeah. is going to be reaching out. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It is crazy. That's, yeah, that's like kind of my goal this year is like, because I've been videoing for a while and I don't have a super nice setup. I don't even have like extra batteries or anything. Yeah. So when it gets cold and I forget to charge it, you'll go in the stand and I'm sure you guys have found your phone, like even oh, your yeah. phone dies, your batteries yeah, die real quick. Sure. And I've been in the stand, camera dies and I get down because I just know right when that yeah. camera dies, that Bowwinkle 290 inch beast walks that, out. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely is a struggle though to like 
to like stick with it, the mm-hmm. self filming or just like filming like yeah. you guys film just, each other. Like posting content is hard to stick with too. I it mean, is because we're all busy. Like we don't do this for a living. Yeah. We got day jobs, you exactly. know. Like I got off and had like ten minutes before uh-huh. you guys got here for this podcast exactly. today. That's just the life we're at. We're so young now. Yeah, one Maybe. day. We're doing it all for free right now, so yeah. wait until we start yeah. making money, see how hard we go. Yeah, you know? exactly, right? <laughs> oh, dude, if I could do this for a living, I couldn't uh-huh. even imagine. Can you imagine, though, if you had 365 days to go chase whitetails uh-huh. or just animals? It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. Like what uh, Garrett's dad said in Alabama. It's like, if we would have had a camera 10 years ago, we'd be millionaires by uh-huh. now. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Like, I'm lucky I've been filming as long as I have. I've had a camera in my hand since I was, like, six years yeah. old. I just, like, kind of fell out of it when I hit that party phase. If I wouldn't hit that party phase, I, yeah. who knows where I'd have been. But yeah, no regrets. I had some good times. Yeah, no you regrets. Know? <laughs> you gotta live life. You do. You do. And that's where I'm getting back. Like, last year, I went so hard at the Whitetail Bloodline. Like, I'd get home from work, spend, like, three, four hours a day, Dang. like, doing stuff. And it's just yeah. it's hard on the personal life. I, like, and don't then have you got to add the hunting aspect into that, too. Yep, exactly. It's ready just for the actual hunting. <laughs> it was a lot. So now I kind of, like, I still go hard, like, Luckily, I live right here, so I can walk mm-hmm. right in the backyard. That's one reason I decided to live here again, and just for convenience-wise, because this will be, like, the last year I'm going to go hard on this property. Yeah. And one day, I'm going to have kids and stuff, so my life's going to change, so I'm, uh-huh. going, I'm going hard until then, you know what I mean? Exactly. So. Yep. Anything else you guys boys want to talk about, man? Anything that's crossing the brain? I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I like doing these in-person podcasts. It's cool meeting people. Like I followed you guys for two years or something, yeah. or yeah. who knows how long. Each other for a while. Yeah, so I'm it's surprised cool. we never ran into each other. He I said know. We ran into you at the, like gas station station the gas station before. Yeah, honestly, I thought yeah. the same thing when you started talking about the gas station. I feel like I, I did too. We, I mean, we don't live far. Yeah, like, I know. Especially went to the same high school. Yeah. Like we know quite a bit of the same people. You know. know. Yeah, I wrestled with Corey. Did Did you? Yeah. That's well, cool. Not, he was graduated. Yeah, but he came back. Coach. Yeah. So. Yeah, Corey, he used to be a little man. I know. He's, he's a man, he's a, man now. He's a big boy now. I like Corey. He's a good dude. But yeah, man. Hope you guys lay him down, man. And if uh, you guys need some help dragging, I ain't, I ain't hunting this weekend. Yeah, so we'll hit you up. Give a brother a holler. Yeah, sure. But I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. It was a fun one in person. Don't happen often enough. Maybe once we get rich like we're talking about, yeah. I'll start flying some people in here. But yeah. until next time, appreciate you guys listening. And... Hopefully these boys kill one in like yeah. five days. Yeah, check us out. We'll have a video up soon. Yeah. Also, yeah, give them where they they, they can find you guys and yeah. stuff. Professional hunters, mm-hmm. not pro or bros. They're bros. Yeah, yeah. they're bros. It makes sense. Like honestly, we're, we're for brothers. a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you guys were like actual brothers yeah. for like probably six months of following you. And then I was like, that's an even better name now. Yeah. It makes so much sense. But yeah, check them out. Professionals on YouTube. Yeah, professional hunters on YouTube. Professional underscore hunters on. Uh, TikTok and Instagram, I think. Yeah. TikTok, some hunter haters, but yeah, they still get views. Like, dude, the amount of random views you'd get off TikTok was insane. So uh, (laughs) it could blow up so easy. So easy. It's crazy. It is crazy. All right, boys. Appreciate it.